Thank you for joining us on a Morley podcast with Tony May. Morley podcast is purpose built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. A Morley podcast builds community so individuals can improve their communities. And welcome to this week's Morley podcast with Tony Main. Ranger for Life is coming live from the St. Luke Ranger Outreach Center in beautiful Columbus, Georgia. We have a great guest, Ms. Candace Christian, who will be on in just a moment. And before we get started, we want to give you a great rundown of what's been going on in the Ranger for Life community. First, we've started our eight-week transition course, the, the beta test, the very first course on February 15th, had a great class on the 22nd with our master trainers, Dr. Dret Nyshwander and Bill Kiefer. And we'll follow that up with another great class this Tuesday. Registration is open now for that eight-week course at rangerforlife.com backslash transition. And as we'll hear very shortly, we are in the final days of Gallant Fuse annual fundraiser known as Patriot Challenge, formerly Run Ranger Run. We are coming from The Rock. We'd love for you to support our team, currently in second place overall. So over a thousand participants and The Rock team is currently in second place. And we'll hear from Candace in a moment to hear how you still have time to get involved. And then finally, coming September 30th, there's been a great buzz with former two-time National League MVP Dale Murphy coming to the, the Rock through the Ministry Center at St. Luke on September 30th. It'll be a great night for fathers, sons, Braves fans of all ages, all genders to come out and enjoy a great meal while listening to Dale give his talk on culture. So anybody who knows Dale and his his background, very spiritual based, how he kind of endured his time in Major League Baseball and made a difference on as well as off of the field. And so now in comes Miss Candace Christian. Candace, is this very comfortable for you? Yeah. Enjoy doing the podcast. Happy as can be. Of course. Well, it's wonderful to have you, and you are a busy bee right now. Could you give uh, the audience an idea of what you're currently up to? We are currently closing out the last week of Patriot Challenge. Um, February 28th will be our last official day, um, but of course, we have things that come in, you know, up till a week afterwards. So, running Patriot Challenge, helping participants daily, meetings. Of course, being a mom, being a spouse, so pretty busy lately. Yeah, so we're going to get into how you manage that that whole cornucopia of events. But so Patriot Challenge supports Gallant Fuse operations, uh, supporting veterans nationwide, and then obviously here at The Rock. Um, tell me, what's been the the most fun you've had? We'll talk, we'll talk what's been fun, what's been rewarding, and then the biggest challenge. So what's been the most fun you've had thus far? For Patriot Challenge? Yes. Uh, the most fun I've had is honestly kind of looking at, um, I'm on my husband's team, Ranger Dream Team. So sorry, Tony, not, no, no problem. not, not the right. Rock Team. 
but it's been really fun watching him uh, kind of grow into that competitive nature. Um, one night after coming home from one of our Bible studies, he checked on one of his teammates. He was behind, I think, like almost three miles. So he went directly to the garage and biked to get ahead that night. So that has been pretty fun to kind of see him take charge in a competitive way. I know it's, you know, his nature anyways, but kind of taking back charge in that area. That's awesome. So it's been kind of a family affair and a Ranger dream team and, and your husband, I mean, busy in his own right between work and coal range design, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about here in a little bit. Tell me about the biggest challenge thus far, because this is your first year, right? Gallanty's 10th year, as we see on the shirt, 10th year, but your first year, what has been the biggest challenge thus far? Uh, the biggest challenge would be kind of just making sure everyone feels connected to the community of Patriot Challenge, uh, reaching people where they are individually, getting them up to speed with where they need to be, um, and kind of just taking, feeling like I need to take care of everyone. I think it might be kind of my being a mom, making sure everyone feels taken care of. Well, that that's probably like from a customer service point. Yes. Like that, that, that's a good thing. Like that's that's definitely a good thing. Um, and you do have to manage, kind of manage a lot because it's not like people just sign up and they do their own thing and they're good. This isn't a, a 5K. There's many layers to it. What is what has been like the, the most interesting part of uh, I think you all have an incentive program, like the incentive program and how that works. What's been the most interesting thing that you've seen there? The incentive program would be Patriot Program Incentive. Um, and we have a few teams that have met that as of um, really early on. So for that program, we actually allow um, teams of 10 or more people that have raised $1,000 plus to kind of share in our fundraising. So by that, I mean, maybe they have a, a cause near and dear to their heart where now they can take some of the funds they raised while using our platform, our event to now give back to some of those causes. So folks know that they're helping Gallant Fuse Mission and last year with record fundraising across for the year, more veterans served, more individual services logs showing, hey, if we, you know, Gallant Fuse sees somebody, they're going to see people multiple times, right. right? Not just for an individual kind of session there. And so what is, give, give it, what are some of these uh, PPI programs? Do you know like where some people are getting, yeah. I think I've seen RBC Right. Royal Bank like, of Canada has taken over America's what, Patriot Challenge. Yes. But honestly, they're, they're doing wonderful. So their Beast of Beast team has definitely uh, lived up to their name. They are true beasts uh, in fundraising and mileage logging, things like that. So they're raising money to help with Pause for Vets or Pause for People, excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have another team, um, multiple offices, one out of New York, MGM. They're also doing pretty well, raising their funds uh, for uh, like homeless uh, vet programs and things like that. That's pretty cool. And I was down for you to kind of get entrenched, right? Locally to spread its wings while also helping. It's, 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 uh, we, I think we, we've talked about how money, money is not evil, but money is known in the Bible as being like the root of all evil. But it sounds like this is a good way to like almost break down barriers. I like to say it's connecting America to her veterans for sure. That's awesome. That's good because that's what your shirt says. That's well, well, well done. Well In done, America's Sarah. backyard and your local backyard. So not necessarily a, a marketing degree, but it's definitely shining out. You came uh, to working in Patriot Challenge and Gallant Few. I really want to dive into this mill spouse. You, it's it very 
I wouldn't say that you're complex because I, I think you're very rooted. Um, but you've been doing a lot of other things. What were you doing as a as a as a job? You're an educator. What were you doing for work prior to coming and, and now having two jobs? Yes. Well, yes, two jobs. Um, prior to Patriot Challenge coming on board at Gallant View, I was an educator. So um, before I kind of moved around with my husband, we moved from this area to Savannah. Um, I took a little bit of time off being an educator. So I worked in Auburn for 10 years. We moved. I took a little time off, got bored sitting at home because I'm used to working. Um, and I took a job there. And then we came back, took some more time off. Um, I think, you know, like people don't realize some of the career transition that male spouses go through mm -hmm. with that is, you know, if you have a job where you have to keep up with the licensing. So now you have to apply for licenses in different states, mm -hmm. what have you. Um, the military, as great as it is, is kind of uh, unstable, meaning, you know, maybe you're there for two years. Maybe you're there for five years. Maybe you're there for a year. So licensing really can't predict the future. Mm -hmm. So you have to keep up with things like that. So when we came back here, I worked from home early morning, some mornings, 3.30, you know, helping international students online. Uh, and then I came on board here at Gallant View. Tell me more about this. So online, what what is that like? I mean, are you, are, do they have to be English speaking or how were you able to to kind of find find that job? Or was it just a, a random search or a recommendation? Um, it, it began as a random search, trying to find ways to still feel like I was, you know, fulfilled in the area of work, contributing to the household, um, still trying to be a professional in some sorts. Um, I think some people can get lost in that momhood kind of thing, mm -hmm. being at home. Um, I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. So kudos to those who do, but I found myself in that area. I enjoyed it at first, you know, but you can only work out so many times a day. Yeah, <laughs> you know I mean? fair enough. Fair um, so I really kind of had a void that needed to be filled in the professional realm. So it began as an, a random search, you know, stay work at home jobs for teaching. Um, I stumbled upon that one. It seemed to kind of fit my hours. You know, when husbands are deployed or training, you know, they're not really there to help with kids. Um, at the time, we had a, fair, a fairly young child, a um, few months old. So I needed something that I could kind of do while she was sleeping and before the other child went to school. So I found that job and um, I dealt with mainly kids that spoke English. Yes. Mm hmm. For sure. I, I guess that would make it a little bit easier, but yes. I bet if you're, if you, if you have a bilingual component or a multilingual, there's mm -hmm. probably some opportunities out there. And that's how you get, you got around the certification, the licensing per mm -hmm. state as well for flexibility. Yes. That's that's great. And so y'all, your family has made a decision too. Uh, we would say generally when, when folks retire, they realize how selfish a, a, a life, time of services, right? Because you are, you are dragging the family mm -hmm. behind you. Some, some locations, they're willing participants, but you're generally dragging them. So could you talk through kind of your family's own decision cycle as, as uh, your husband Mark's continued to stay in the military in a pretty fast op tempo unit? Right. Uh, before I do, um, it is, you know, it's not fun to be drug. You know, <laughs> sure. We were uh, fortunate and blessed to be in a beautiful city, Savannah, you know, mm -hmm. and I would go back there any day of the week. But um, you also kind of learn 
I think our biggest lesson of going um, away with no family, and we've never lived on base, so now we're in the community, and the community we were in was not mainly military. You know, here in Columbus, you can find neighborhoods that are predominantly military, so they're kind of on track with your lifestyle, per se, and they kind of come on board and establish that community for you. But I think our biggest lesson that we learned and I'm thankful for is that we really learned to depend on each other and we became stronger in that sense. Um, but you also learn a lot of other skills like flexibility and decision making and, you know, things like that, that you have to learn when you're on your own. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so two years ago, he chose to switch careers with regiment and to be home. We have a younger daughter at the time she was three. Um, so I was thankful for that and kind of looking for a little more stability at home and things like that. So, well, and so someone who generally spends most of uh, my time helping Rangers in transition, you know, we want to keep people. Um, how did that come about the idea of, was that, was that a, a priority to be able to stay in and, and kind of looking at a potential retirement or how did that, kind of come about? Did he broach that? Did you broach that? Um, I think re-enlistment time was coming near. So of course, um, with young, with a young daughter at home and of course being the wife, you know, I'm supportive of, of his career, but I also would like to have, you know, the whole family unit at home, mm -hmm. you know, especially when kids are young and things like that. So that was a conversation that definitely came up of, you know, do we get out? Do we stay? If we stay, do we stay with regiment? Do we go, you know, mm -hmm. big army? Um, so I think there's a lot of factors that need to come into play when you talk about do we transition out into the corporate world? Um, of course, you know, the job market can be unstable. It can be unsure. You could find yourself moving again, you know, with corporations and things like that, or kind of going through that period of job hunting and now you're kind of like unsure what do we do you know you have all these added layers of difficulty being financially strapped of mm -hmm. you know you don't have income coming in you're trying to find a job maybe it doesn't match what you had in health insurance you know things like that so we kind of i'm probably more so vocal about those things um so i definitely wanted my voice to be heard in that area so um when he changed positions, um, MOS, I think is what you call it. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I don't know all the jobs, jobs. Yeah, no, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. When he changed jobs, um, that was a big factor in where does he go? Because if he did want to get out or when his contract is up, you know, now, of course, it makes no sense to not retire. But now, at least when he retires, he'll have a more applicable skill to finding a a career versus trying to match up military jargon with corporate jargon and making sure your skills fit. I think sometimes folks kind of forget too, especially in the military construct, depending on where you're at in your career, there are different markers where you can't do it, that you can change jobs and still stay within within the military. So some folks will look at, can I go into the Guard and Reserves when I get out? Or I'm gonna stay in, I wanna make a change, I wanna be an officer. Um, or just want to get out. I have nothing to do with the military. Well, you can you can stay in. Like there's depending on where you're at in your career path. Again, um, 
you, you have that you have that ability. And we had the officer talk as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but we I was so happy that he changed to a more stable at home life um, versus where we were with infantry that now, OK, you go officer. Is there a chance you're going back to infantry, possibly leaving regiment, which I love the family cohesiveness that regiment offers. Um, so those are a lot of different things at play too. So, well, so let's go different things at play. And I want to do want to touch on again, um, the unit, what it provides and, and what you all have looked for, um, to kind of enrich, strengthen, uh, your family bond, but he's also working, right? He's, he's working and he's got a, a side hustle. I think the kids would call it now. I don't know. They don't. So not, not necessarily just about the income, but he, he's kind of learning the business world a little bit with uh coal range design. He's a huge, um, if you ever met him, which I mean, I know you I'm have, sure. um, super quiet comes off, uh, very sarcastic, dry. Um, I'll keep it clean and, you know, mm-hmm. Keep it clean in that sense. But uh, yeah, he loves to network. So when he kind of hooked up with one of his um, friends, they create they kind of work together on metal signs. So he supplies a lot of more um, ranger focused, more creative in that, uh, I don't know, area. You could probably help me with the words. Well, they're, they're unique. They're military in nature. And I think the, the cool thing about it is his partner is doing this full time. Mm-hmm. So Mark's Mark's kind of learning and is while still having a job can make mistakes learning his own business model, mm-hmm. which I, th- you know, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and own their own business. Not everybody, a lot of people that's, and it's great, but depending on your background, not everybody's suited for it. That's right. what I like about what Mark's doing so much is that he's, he's learning from somebody who's really refined his business practices as he goes. And he also does woodworking. There you go. Just a, just a, yeah. So coalrangesdesign.com. Uh, so tell, tell me, um, you had mentioned before you wanted to stay within the Ranger Regiment construct because y'all, here's the thing. Some, some people want to leave it because it's so busy, but you wanted to stay in it because you, y'all kind of look and try to take advantage of some things that are out there. Most definitely. Um, one of the main things we do take advantage of are the chaplain-led military uh, marriage retreats. Um, a few years ago, we were at one, and I think the chaplain at the time said it best. Like, you don't take your car in um, when the engine blows up, right? You try to keep that from happening by getting routine oil changes. So things like the marriage retreats or the Bible study we just finished here at St. Luke, um, we look at those as maintenance for our marriage. Um, and they also offer a good foundation to teach our kids, you know, like marriages are faith or our marriage is faith-based. Mm-hmm. And I think marriages should be faith-based um, to lay a strong foundation for family units. Mm-hmm. And you're modeling at the end of the day too. I mean, that you, so your values, faith-based marriage, your kids are seeing it because they they are physically going. It's not it's not talk, right? Right, and so regardless of people folks' background, like there's opportunities to model, right? There's opportunities to model, um, and the chaplains do do a wonderful job. 
um, especially especially in the Ranger Regiment, taking advantage of the gifts and the treasures that the taxpayers have provided us, um, for sure. So, Cass, as as we kind of roll down here, we're going to give you a, a few minutes. So it's the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. So Patriot Challenge becomes a pumpkin at midnight uh, Pacific Coast time, I believe, <laughs> on, on the twenty eighth. Um, what would if somebody wants to get involved here at the last minute? What's the most important thing that someone can do if they're like, okay, I'll look into it. You'll get some of my support. What what can they do? Well, I will start with it's not too late to register. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very big push to get active and hope to rack up the miles in the last four days. Not impossible, but um, right now we could really use donations. So Patriot Challenge fuels Gallant Fuse budget. And last year we had a record number of services. I think we saw an increase of almost, or our demand about doubled. And we need those funds to continue to provide the no cost services to veterans that we serve. That's it. And I think when we raise more money, we, we were able we to bring on more. We can serve more because we brought on people because at the end of the day, it's one on one. Yes. It's things like this. It's not necessarily a classroom and virtual and having a website. And it's not generic. It's a personalized plan for that veteran or service member. Well, Candace, thank you so much for coming on. It's great to see you every day in the office, Monday <laughs> through Friday. And I appreciate you taking out time out, out of your day to be with us. PatriotChallenge.org. There you go, Patriot, <laughs> PatriotChallenge.org. And once again, we would love to have you join the Rock Team, right? Ranger Outreach Center uh, here at St. Luke Church in beautiful Columbus, Georgia. And because that Rock Team and Gallant Few housed here, 100% of the funds raised by that team will stay right here in Columbus. If you're in transition or know a ranger in transition, please let them know about our more elite transition course. You'll get everything you need out of the uh, Department of Defense Transition Assistance Program uh, needs you to have and way more in terms of deliverables. And mark your calendar for September 30th, the Friday before the Mogadishu Mile here in Columbus, Georgia, where Atlanta Braves Hall of Famer Dale Murphy will be our guest speaker. And that's going to wrap up this week's Ranger for Life. We thank Gallant Few and Candace Christian once again for all the work that she's doing to ensure that our veterans are getting served through the annual February fundraiser, Patriot Challenge. Until next week, take some time today to do something good for somebody else. Rangers lead the way. We hope you enjoyed a Morley podcast with Tony May, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at tonymain.podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.